I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Salt Lake Show. We've got Alex Napolis, Joshua Clark, and boss baby Isaac Munoz about to turn 27. What's going on, dude? How are you? Doing good. Doing good. You feeling old? Huh? A little bit. Can't yeah. wait to turn 27, though. Yeah, what can you do now that you're 27 that you couldn't do at 26? Mm, good question. Be 27. <laughs> oh, dude, that's the die year. Like yeah, a lot of, yeah. So you got a lot of people dying. Don't do any like pills, you know. Mm-hmm. Avoid anything to be laced with fentanyl. <laughs> I just have to chill in my room the whole time. You already do that. Oh yeah, yeah. but now, <laughs> now even more. I don't want yeah. to die. Yeah, just don't do dangerous activities. You know. Yeah. No, like skydiving. No, don't get a motorcycle yet. Yeah, just wait. Okay. I bought my first motorcycle when I was. 20, no, I was like 25, never mind. 25? Yeah. I was thinking I did it when I was 27, but I've had it longer than that. Gotcha. All right. Very cool. Well, how is everybody? Alex, let's start with you, dude. What's co- something cool that's happened to you? Um, <clears throat> You know, not much. <laughs> I've oh, been just hanging out. You're thrilling. Yeah, I've just been hanging out, working, doing, calling games for KSL, chilling with you guys, chilling with the Spanish podcast, hanging out, talking about soccer. Dude, imagine having that much free time. Uh, I mean, I make I make it work. No, it's great. Yeah. Like I make it work. Two yeah. podcasts and calling games, bro. <laughs> I make it work. Yeah, dude, it's good, man. If I could, oh, it's great. What was I but, doing at twenty two? Nothing. We were playing a lot of pickup. What we did, what we did when we were twenty two, is we we lived to work, or is it work to live? No, yeah, live to work. No, it was work to live because we were all broke. Yeah, yeah. We just like worked our stupid jobs, yeah, and, and then, then like, sat around. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I mean? like, <laughs> what was the game back then? Gears of War. Yeah, was, yeah, that was you know, fun. Yeah, it would be like, oh, who's basement today, guys? Yeah, who's bringing Little Caesars? And that was that was life. Yeah, it was good times. It was. Yeah. Twitter didn't even exist. Good job, dude. Thank you, man. Way Look to you. grind You're working in hard. your twenties. <clears throat> Always. Yeah, your parents Always. will be proud. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> All I heard was, get a job. 
What about you, Josh? What's uh, something that's cool that's happened to you, dude? Nothing, man. Okay. We're going on a cruise next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big news, kind of. Yeah, I just want to talk about soccer, though. Yeah. Because we're the RSL show, not social hour show. Where, where'd you go? Where are you going now? Just uh, Ensenada. Ensenada. In Catalina Island. Oh, that's nice, dude. It's a small cruise. Little, yeah. little tiny getaway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about you, dude? Isaac? What, what, have, you, what have you done? By I've the been, way, where's my where's my birthday present that you ordered on Amazon allegedly I, a week and a half ago? I gave it to you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I did. Oh, I'm pretty really sure liked, you're wearing it. He really liked that present. What what am I wearing? They're headphones, right? Are those not the ones? Bro, I'm getting some old, oh, so old. No, I had you. That's right. He bought me a second pair. Because yeah. uh, packing these babies, you know, you got to have one at like the workstation dedicated. And then one travel pair. Sure, sure. Yeah, thanks, dude. Anyways, all right. You're welcome. Proceed. What's been cool in your life? Huh? Mm-hmm. Nothing, really. Just been chilling. Just been yeah. big boss baby. I've been learning how to code. I code on my phone all the time. On uh, this app called Mimo. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so I call my go, go look into on it. Mimo? <laughs> it's M-I-M-O. Mimo, you have a hard time finding him? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, what's uh, <laughs> in the... <laughs> What what prestige are you on Call of Duty? What prestige? I don't know. Shut up. I'm you up there. Know. I'm up there though. He's up there. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> Alex, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> Why is he so upset? There's tension here, man. Because <laughs> I made a joke about Nemo. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that good. <laughs> Apparently, it was to this yeah. young guy. <laughs> it's the age difference. I know, <laughs> dude. He loves Nemo. It's insane. <laughs> All right, well, nothing's cool happened in my life in the last two weeks, aside from having a birthday and then getting a shout-out from Dunny. On the broadcast of all places. For being, a, a quote-unquote, 40. It's whatever. I'll take that. That's it. Just be happy you got a shout-out, you know? Yeah. Not everyone does. That's a big deal. Yeah, it was good. He's not even a grateful man. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's talk about Real Salt Lake, RSL. How are you guys feeling about... Uh, where the team is at I, I know a lot of people are uh, expressing their dissatisfaction yeah is that, is that right yeah um, online they're pretty vocal about it and I will say I'll double down here at the RSL show we think it's okay to be critical and we think uh, we might agree we might agree with what we're saying oh dude I'm beyond annoyed with this team right now yeah beyond so, annoyed yeah so first things first actually uh, where's my phone I just want to get yelled at yeah where's my phone Where's my phone? Right there. All right. Wow, so, did you hear that panic? Yeah. Oh, where's my phone? Where's yeah. my phone? <laughs> well, we put a tweet out uh, from the RSL show, and it's a very generic tweet, and it's one that's going to hit all the time. So we asked, uh, what needs to happen? Hashtag RSL. Uh, first option was offload select players. Uh, second was switch up the FO. C was fire Pablo. And D was all of the above. So we had 309 votes total. Okay, so again... Offload players, switch up the FO, fire Pablo, or all of the above. Alex, which one do you think got the most votes? I'm going to go take a wild guess, and I'm going to go with D, all of the above. D, all of the above? Well, I wanted to go with D, all the above, but since you did, I'm going to go with Pablo. Pablo? I was going to go with the FO. The FO. All right. So that's just your, like your educated guesses, yeah? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah? I'm just, is that how you guys are feeling? No, at all? no, those are just what, this is right. what, what we guessing. guessed they voted. All right, so 309 votes, uh, all of the above. D, 
45% uh, was the number one answer. Yeah, that's what I thought. The number two answer was offload select players. And the third was switch up FO, 24%. No, not everyone's getting after Pablo. Shockingly. That surprises me. Dude, shockingly, Fire Pablo got 6% of that. Dude, I think that's because... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's weird to me because usually the coach is the first target, right? But maybe people are now looking you know, closer at the FO and wondering what's going on there. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, even if you look at the talent and rosters of everyone, like that's where, really where everyone's seeing the issue. Right. I mean, I, I just, you know, all of the above obviously is extreme, right? Sure. It's like a whole... Uh, well, I guess that means a lot of people wanted to fire Pablo, but... <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. technically it's 46 yeah, plus right. 6. Maybe he's not that safe, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Now that we think about it that way, oof. Yeah, but... um. <laughs> You know, just kind of seeing these results, uh, it's it's a it's a fan base that isn't at all satisfied with where Salt Lake is, and for you know we talked about this the last podcast. For as many positive things that have happened at the club, uh, the play on the field just isn't paying off. Like no. we're just not seeing. It's getting worse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's steadily right. Uh, I think pro- fairly progressively. Yeah. The, the difference between the D.C. United game and then the Austin game to this game, pretty drastic differences. Yeah. Now, I mean, we all knew Austin was a loss. Yeah, yeah but we'd still... But we came back. We came back and well, like we Cincinnati. technically controlled the Austin game for 70% of it. Yeah. Come back, Cincinnati, need the win at home. Against a, a team in good form... But still very beatable. Yeah. Very beatable. Especially on your home field. Yeah. So, Alex, uh, you went on the Cincy Talk podcast, and you guys talked a little bit about, um, you know, each uh, team style of play. Uh, They pointed out that Real Salt Lake was without their goal scorers. That kind of, you know, took it to them last time. Um, And then I saw that he tweeted at you and said, hey, I was right for the most part. He did. Yeah. So... (laughs) I mean, first off, shout out uh, FC Cincy Talk or Cincy Talk FC for having us on. Um, but, yeah, like what you guys discussed, I mean, do you feel like it was kind of spot on? And were you at all confident when you went on and, and maybe <laughs> said that RSL would pull a result? Um, I think he was pretty – I think we were both pretty spot on. Um, uh, he talked a lot about the attack that Cincy had, which is incredible – is a very good attack – uh, you got Brenner, who's got 12 goals on the year. I think 14 now with the two that he scored um, at America First Field. We got Bren Vasquez, who's on 12 goals. You got Luciano Costa, who is on 18 assists. It's a crazy attack. And we talked about how the key to this game was RSL stopping that attack. And for the most part, they did. For yeah. the most part, they did. Brennan yeah. Vasquez really didn't have many opportunities. Lucio Costa was kind of pedestrian until like the 60th minute. But Brenner... Running into the box completely unmarked. Oh, it was pathetic. Terrible. Def- but let's, it's it's let's, just terrible. Let's look at what was in front of the back line for that entire time. Right. Nothing. It was 40 yards of space between anyone on RSL and the back line. Which is crazy because, like, we talk about Jasper. We talk about Jasper and how great he's been all year and how he's been kind of the revelation player of this year. And I feel like Saturday was the first off game we've seen from Jasper. I think everyone was off. I mean, you you had Chang playing right wing back, 
who was Which playing was, more like an inverted striker at times, leaving us even more exposed, right. right? There are plenty of times you saw him jogging back, and Herrera's overloaded on the right, right? And he like, oh, now I need to run back in his up. It's just like the, the way Cincinnati got numbers into their attacking half. You know, when we lost the ball and, and outnumbered us, you know, 6-4 or whatever, it was incredible. And it's something that needed to be addressed, and I don't feel like it was. And that became an issue in the second half. More than it was in the first. I, I don't know. The way the way I just saw Saturday and the way they were playing, I feel like it's just a culmination of the results that have led to this moment. I think the pressure was on. The players felt it. The coach is feeling it. The pressure's on that, hey, this was a must win. We need to get this result. And they came out there playing. <coughs> they came out there visibly pressured, I feel like. Right. So what's the difference between that, you know, just to hold these results and get in, to having to win in Kansas City at the end of the year and having to pull off playoff results. Like, what's the difference? These guys have been through these pressure moments before. I can tell you one big difference. What, Demir? The le- the leader. Yeah, that is true. You and know, not Demir to not to say like not to say Marcelo Silva is not a great no, leader sure, because but, he is, but not having a guy like Demir. And I hate using this as an excuse for like the, the way the season is is trending toward right now. But it, Demir does make a difference. Okay, I accept that answer. Yeah, it's 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 exactly what it is, right? You right. know, who who got us the push to not necessarily, well actually, yeah, secure a spot in the playoffs. Right. Was, he scored those late goals yeah. when we needed. He he tried to pick up the team on his own, right? He was there. He was the difference maker, the magic maker. We and we have none of that right. And now. he's an option. I mean, you know, we have we we still have at times arguably Miram putting in the effort that we saw uh, last year going into the playoffs, you know, driving the ball from the side, getting it into the center, but there's nobody there to pick it up. And usually right. that's been Demir to right. pick up those loose uh, opportunities. But now we have Demir, or not Demir, we have Miram coming in at the nine, right? Or like more like the 11. Like what it like, it's so frustrating. It's like so many guys are out of position attacking wise. It, it, it's just driving me nuts. Right. And honestly, like, the biggest thing for me in that match was when Demir came on for Luna. That completely changed the game. Yeah. I mean, that was uh, that was something that we saw. We got a like, kind of a preview of with yeah. Diego Luna. Um, just outside the foot shots, just barely going wide. Balling. You can feel him kind of getting closer to those, opp- like, those goal-goring opportunities. Um, it's exciting to watch him. And we've been talking about it for I don't know how many episodes. Right, let's get him the minutes. But he starts to heat up, and then the minute, like you said, the minute he's taken out, it's it's just... The game deflated for ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And you can kind of say the same say the same for Jasper when he came off. I thought that was the wrong player to pull off. I, I understand that, you know, Pablo didn't want to kill Ruiz's confidence after missing the penalty, but sometimes you need to. You know what I mean, right? And it or makes it makes sense. Off at the 60th. <clears throat> it makes sense. That, uh, yes, I I 100 like agree that Pablo. You know, you don't want to kill his confidence as a head coach. You want to look out for your players. Taking him off in that moment, right after you just missed a PK, killer. Right, but like killer why? for the confidence. However, Ruiz was the one who was supposed to be tracking that Brenner run on uh-huh. that first goal, and then on the second goal, and on the, the second one that goal, dove in and missed. Ex- yep, there you go. And he missed the penalty, and which really sucks because like this whole team including Pablo, started the season so well. Oh, yeah. And Pablo was an MVP candidate talk. Was. Was. It's crumbled. And now we, it, so, we've just seen this team completely 
falling apart. That's horrible. So we, we hardly ever make halftime subs. It, barring a Jasper injury, why did you even need to make that sub? You could have left Pablo on until the 60th, right? Instead of completely kill your game, leave Jasper on there, who you don't necessarily want to take off in this match, and then bring Ojeda in like 55th, 60. You're just going to... At what length of effort do you have to go to preserve confidence? Because you now gave him two more opportunities. I guess there was only one more. Till that everyone down, right? So, like, now do you start him the next game because you don't want to kill his confidence? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I just... feel like that excuse snowballs. But PKs are also pretty unpredictable. Sure, but... He hit it with force. It's not like a stupid like. But here's my thing. Why is he off. taking it in the first place? So Pablo, quote unquote, uh, yeah, I hated his answer. You I give it, it, you give it to the person who's feeling the most confident to take it. That'll bury it. Well, why do you hate that? Because last, because last season when uh, I'm trying to remember which, Justin uh, Glad. I don't think it was Justin Glad because no, it was Justin. Glad. It was the You're playoff right. game, or was it Aaron? Yeah. It might have been Aaron Herrera actually. No, I think it was Justin Glad. Okay, because a lot of people were were asking the same kind of question, and so. Here's literally an example where if it works, everybody no. loves the quote. And if it doesn't work, then all of a sudden that quote is shit and so is Pablo. Sure. But my thing with, with Ruiz, he's already missed one this year. Right? A lot of guys can be the most confident guy on the field to take it. A lot of guys don't have the skill set. Jefferson wanted that ball too. I'm sure Luna would have loved to have a hit at that. Oh, that would have been great. You can't let a guy that's like... He's already missed one. He's having a bad game. Don't let him take the PK. I was screaming in the press box, <laughs> pulling my hair out as soon as he picked up that ball. I tweeted before he even before took he the could, PK. Yeah. Before he even you, took the you PK, you could feel I was like, He's he was miss. not miss. He was not making that. You could feel it. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate because, and I'm going to throw this right back at what Pablo says. Every presser, he says goals change games. Absolutely. Have if, we gotten that one? Yeah. And we're up 2-1? Exactly. Going That's up 2-1 and a half, game. I think we would have pulled out the result. Yeah. Now you go into the break, 1-1, you come out, you try to find the result, you try to find and the goal. Sit. And the space is just open up, and then Brenner's making these runs behind. Right off the bat, Cincinnati's had like three opportunities to score. Oh, their high press was insane. Yeah. And then we hear the, you know, sometimes the ball just doesn't go your way, whatever, whatever. The night doesn't go your way. They had two penalties overturned. Yeah. I think the night was going your way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it's just a it's 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 a tough one to navigate because where do you put the blame at? And you yeah, know, I if, personally blame the substitutions. Yeah. So, you know, D all of the above is kind of making a little sense. But also, okay, let's just say let's say you get rid of Elliot Fall. Who's coming in to take his place? Oh, if it was Garth Loggerway. In a perfect world, it would be Garth. Yeah. But we don't live in a perfect world. We don't. It'll never <laughs> and if you were Garth, would you really leave Seattle? He's leaving Seattle. Mm. Yeah. The, the word is that he's not renewing. Interesting. He's out. Interesting. Right. So that's where people have hope. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, but you're right. Like, who says the next guy's going to do any better? Who knows? I do think the roster needs a much bigger refresh than I previously thought. I really do. And I think some coaching things need, maybe not fired, but addressed. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So if we, uh, you know, if, let's let's not get into the the de- like the, the depth of who would we essentially cut, we and, can do and, a then, and then who would we, you know, replace them with? I, I, I'm not really looking for a replacement, but right well, we now, can do cut. yeah, let's just say I'm cut. Pull up the roster. We'll say a name. And we'll all say keep or not. Well, I all thought right. we were saving this for the end of the year. No, no, this is no, a prelim. No, let's just do it. This is prelim. This oh, is okay. just based on right. how we're feeling right now. Right, right now. It's not the definitive. No, this is we just we're not telling dropped. Any, We're not telling anyone to pack up their locker or right. anything like that. We've just dropped a lot of points, and the fan base is disgruntled, and they look at these players, and this is what I want to hear. All right, so we'll do this. So you ask the, the player's name. We'll go to Alex, me, to Isaac, and then back to you. All right, ready? All right. Let's do it. Andrew Brody. Keep. Oh my God, he's keep. been yeah keep yeah that's keep it's no brainer. Johan Kapelhoff. Eh. That one's that one's a tough one. I uh, like I like the vet. Just oh, keep okay. or cut, bro. Cool. Cut, cut for me. Cut borderline. All right, well, hang on. All right, tell us why. It's just the the veteran <laughs> he ha- presence he has potential. Yeah, the veteran presence has potential. He could be a good mentor to say a Hazi or Roscoe, but. We'll leave that for. But him. I would we'll, rather Hazio Roscoe be right. on the bench than him. We'll leave that conversation for for the end of the year. Pablo Ruiz, sell, sell, yeah, sell. I guess, but isn't that cut? Lo- loan to Pinsgo. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> loan to what? Pinsgo, where we loaned oh. the first time. <laughs> Bobby Wood, so, uh, sell. You gotta cut him. Yeah, cut him. Bobby Wood's number one fan. Keep. All right, <laughs> sell. <laughs> Why are you his number one fan? I don't know. It's just, a, I'm a it's, huge, just a, it's just a joke I have with a friend. I'm a huge okay. Bobby Wood guy, but I need a player that can play more than 14 games a season. Dude, I was so high on Bobby Wood when he... Uh, I think we all were. I think we all were. He scored the goal winner against Germany in that friendly, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. short after they won the World Cup. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Demir. You have to keep, keep Demir. Keep yeah. Demir, there's no question. Um, he's not coming back this season. No, like, it's it just... Even people if, are asking even that Even if question, he was close to coming back, there's no point. Yeah, there's absolutely no, no yeah. point. You would uh, just risk another injury, right? Justin Miram, keep, keep, keep. So sub into the bench. You know? Really? So. Okay. Let's get younger, boys. Yeah, that's true. Sergio Cordova. The no, don't renew his loan. If you can bring him back on loan, fine. But don't don't like buy his don't buy him out. Don't buy his loan. Hmm. I think he has potential. Keep. Send him back. Uh, I would say, yeah, I gotta go with send. He's he's yeah. That's a tough thing about this club, man. Is like, I don't feel like we've ever been a club where that expectation is come in and perform. And I like that we're heading towards that. Right. If this was Sergio Cordova, twenty fifteen, that would be like a player that we're probably hot on, mm-hmm. and we'd want to keep because we see the potential. But I think we all need to graduate to uh, come here and perform. It's it's right. not it's, you can't you can't have success in this league by just giving people the time or the space to to learn. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and and a three week stretch of success isn't going to cut it either. You Do you? I mean? One narrative I see online is is uh, you know play the young players. Yeah, I agree. Like Diego Luna, right? For example. Yeah, I mean, he is a young player. So that's a player that you're playing because he's up to that potential. Are we just going to play young kids because we want to play young kids and get them that experience think, if they're not up to that potential? Sure. I think there needs to be a mixture. Yeah. Like, I think Haziel should have been the third center back yeah. all year. Yeah. 
Dude, it's crazy that uh, who did he get turned by? Oh, that was early in the season. Was that at NYCFC? Yeah, I think it was in that. And was, dude, then, it was he, like just, Tati, then dude. he just kind of disappeared. Like he just kind of went off. The... Well, the Monarchs ended up needing him, and they just you know he's young, let him play. But... That should have been somebody to to keep on the roster. Right, for sure. he was performing. Yeah, he had yeah. some hiccups, but that's how you develop these guys. Yeah, it, it, I mean, dude, we were all old enough when Glad came in. Kind of made the same mistakes yeah. too, but Herrera. we saw we saw the promise. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, Sava, that one's no brainer. Yeah, keep Scott Caldwell. I'm gonna go keep. Uh, really? I'm would, gonna go. I'm gonna go keep. I would sell. He's not getting mm. any money. Yeah, I think cut. I'd probably keep him too. Okay. Ro- As just like just for roster, yeah, just for roster purposes, like international spots, stuff like that. You gotta, <laughs> I would keep him. He's keeping the bronze pack, like the bronze, <laughs> the bronze card in his yeah, pack. Because he's like, he's like, well, who the hell am I gonna? <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick Beasley, cut, cut, cut dude. Cut. I'm down. Rubio yeah. or Bean, uh, cut, sell. I'd sell him back. Yeah, sell, I, yeah, I love the guy, but it's not working out. Ever since the money. the bicycle kick goal, ever since he got paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I no, mean, I'm not talking trade. No, you but. can you can tell he's frustrated, but you know that's hard. But yeah. you, you know it's hard. But if we're trying, like I said, if we're trying to graduate to a different mindset, we can't hold on to the players just right. because we like them. All right, Justin Glad, keep <sighs> sell to the Bundesliga. Uh, if someone wanted to buy, yeah, him, I'd sell him. I'd sell him, man. I think uh, if he needs, if there's a buyer. He yeah. needs a challenge. Like he needs to go somewhere where he isn't so comfortable. Yeah, I think it, definitely if he has like um, international prospects, if he wants to play with the national team, I think he definitely has to leave. But I mean, we talked about it in a couple podcasts, sailed, dude. Yeah, I think we talked about it in a couple podcasts ago. Like I think Justin Gladys is going to be a guy who sticks around forever. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be a Dax McCarty. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it's fine, but when your spot is comfortable and you know you're starting every single game, well, then where where's the push coming from? Yeah. And for me, and I think for him, it'd be a positive thing to go put him in a yeah. mixer. Where I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't. Where be, there's some real competition. It's got to be if anyone's interested, right? Yeah. Mikel Chang. Sell. Mm. Sell. So, yeah. Yeah. It would get cut him. Oh, sell. So. Yeah, man. I just I'm not seeing it. I'm just not seeing. It, Dude, I That's not he's really, he started off, yeah, he started off the season really, really well, but he's he's thirty one, thirty two now, which is insane. I thought he was so much younger. That is so weird. <laughs> I think we all did. Yeah. It's very young. <laughs> or very sorry. He looks like math. Um, I <laughs> is Zach McMath like a top ten keeper in the league? Yeah, you you think so? Where no, is he? It, is. Where, between ten to five or what? I think yeah. I think he's like fifth or sixth in shutouts this year. I think statistically, yeah, he's in like the top ten. It's statistically too. speaking, no. Statistically, yeah. you know what? He he's done good. I feel like yeah, he's done keep good, him around another right? year. Yeah. Finding a goalkeeper is hard. Yeah, I would definitely you have you have two young goalkeepers coming up that are supposed to be better than Ochoa. So you keep Zach around another year. Have these guys be on the bench maybe next year. Start a couple games. Start to develop and not do what we did to Ochoa. That's the direction we. How do, old I is think, McMath? From. 31 or 32? Yeah, okay. So he's 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 on his way out. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. Keepers could also... I mean, yeah. They can play forever, but that's what I mean. If you have a guy that's currently performing... And I can see it in his eyes, bro. I can see like it in Nick Math's eyes. I don't think I've ever seen him smile. He uh, Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm not whatevering you. I'm just like... I guess my point was, 
he you could tell he's just a dude who'll stay in the league like yeah. until he, he's he's oh, yeah, until until no one will offer him anything. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Bodie Hildago. Hildago. Who? Bodie Davis. Give him a monarch's contract. Yeah. He doesn't I don't no, yeah. yeah, no. Give him a monarch's contract. Eric Holt. Bye. Cut. You think that's unanimous, yeah? Cut. See you dude. Tate Schmidt. Uh I'm, I'm mm. I would give him Monarchs contract. Monarchs need to be developing players, though, buddy. That's for a while, though, true. okay. For a while, though, for Tate, three games. For a while, though, Tate Schmidt was getting some shots off. Three games. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, three. He doesn't even make the bench now. Mm. That's hard, man. That's rough. Uh, I'm gonna use my wild card. I'm gonna like use my lifeline. I, I say keep. Uh, so yeah, same. Aaron Herrera. Sell. Yeah. Sell. Get some money out of him while you can, bro. I think, again, it's another guy like glad that needs a new challenge. Yeah. yeah. Right. Not Jeff, getting it here. Jeff Doosnip. Oh, you got, yeah, you got to keep, keep him. him. Yeah, you got to keep him. Diego Luna. Keep. 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 That's a kid that uh, he's making what around what? 150? Probably, yeah. Should around be around that, that range. Yeah. You, you yeah. think? I think so. Are you sure it's not lower than that, like 180? It's more than it's. It's at least 100. Has to be league minimums are what 80. I think he's a U22 initiative player, right? No, I think they came out and clarified that, and they said oh. that he was not. Should, right. should we just look it up real quick? Because if he was a U22, he'd have to be making 600. So the P- yeah. I, th- yeah. I guess I guess what ruined it for Diego Luna, and, and maybe we just haven't seen this yet either. Um, my fear with Diego Luna is. Already had a really good reputation in USL um, coming up. And the first question when you look up a salary, it says, how rich is Diego Luna? That's funny. <laughs> um, it just says net worth. It doesn't really get into the numbers here, at least from what I'm seeing. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's, that's really weird. Okay, never mind. Um, I feel like if he does get hot, you know, that's a, somebody who has a potential of like Rubio Rubining us. Um, getting a new contract and getting then a new contract and then because we've seen it dude we've seen it so many times with players who come score goals get a pay bump but it's not even like score a lot of goals which is irritating. no that's it's like oh you scored three yeah so Damn. you know i'd like to see i'd like to i just like i would love to see him just put his head down and work hard and i think he's got that inside him yeah i think so too i don't think he'll be demanding a contract extension after a half a year type thing yeah, we'll see though. Yeah, Jasper Lawfulson. Keep, keep, keep. Dude's and a fighter. He is, and I don't think he's necessarily going to be our our long term starter and like the fix there. But a guy you definitely want first off the bench. Yes, Anderson Julio. Keep. I'm gonna I'm go selling. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say keep. You want to see a little bit more out of him? Yeah, I think give him a. It sucks because yeah, it's same. I mean, the same could be said with like Rubio. Like you're not seeing the same numbers. I said sell Rubio. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like just the production. <laughs> the, right. the production. We're not seeing the same numbers that they he put up last year. I don't know if it's just. I don't know. But what, is it worth the international what, spot? What What changed? No. I would say give him probably another year. Not worth the international spot. Outside of Real Salt Lake, who who would care about Anderson Julio? Not even no, he wasn't not even playing for Atletico a, San Luis. Not too. even a team in the league. I mean, unless you're like 
bottom. I think Portland was trying to snag him. Uh, and one M League like MX Chicago team. or something. Which, by the way, Portland, dude, they they do it every year. They do nothing and then they burst out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, which is which. I I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's so stupid. Anyway. Marcelo Silva. How old is he? Thirty thirty three, thirty four. I like you, dude. I really like the guy, but you're out. Yeah, I give him another year. Sign him on a one year, super low. Maybe sell for me. I'm um, dude. I'll sign. I'll sell anyone because he, he is at a contract. Right. He is at a contract this year. Axel K. Oh my god. Let's keep. Yeah, you got to keep. You got to play him though. He's so young though. I totally get why they haven't brought him up to like get some minutes yet. You don't want to get in his head too quick. I that guess. would be a f- like that would be a fun experiment for the people who are, you know, everyday play play the young kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but dude, like, dude's a big kid, but he'd get, he would get bodied by right. like pros. I want to wait till he's like sixteen. He would get sixteen absolutely bodied. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, LeBron James was great in high school, but if you would have put him in the NBA like his junior year, right, he would yeah. have just been annihilated. I think at age sixteen or so, he can yeah make that jump, right? Yeah, let him get some more beatings in the MLS next, and then yeah, then bring him in. Zach Farnsworth. Uh, keep. Yeah, I'm keeping too. Keep. I really want to see what he can do. Definitely keep. Yeah, you got to keep him. It's unfair to cut, sell before you've seen the product. Julio Benitez, keep. You know who Zach Farnsworth kind of reminds me a little bit of? of Justin uh, Glad? No, just like in talking with him and his mannerisms and his determination and his story. Uh, So he got injured, went through kind of like a a tough mental, Mm -hmm. you know, lapse through that and kind of having to go through that because... Um, you know, his shot was there, gets injured, and then it's it's all a waiting game again. But you see the guy like at training, just running and just back and forth while everyone else is getting like touches and playing on the ball. He's just running back and forth. He's got like Kyle Beckerman work ethic vibes. Okay, all right, wow. and I like that. I like that about him a lot. So, um, yeah, Julio Benitez, keep, keep. Yeah, let's keep. No reason to not. Benitez. Gavin Beavers should be the uh, backup next year. Definitely keep. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen him. Like I've only heard about him, and I think I might be talking for a lot of RSL fans. Uh, you hear the hype, but I actually haven't seen him. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, like I've seen him a little bit at training, but nothing in terms of like maybe a scrimmage. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know too much about him either. But I like he's what's good. coming out of it. He's good. Yes. Brian Oviedo. Keep. Go another year? Yeah, yeah. Definitely keep. keep, keep. Yeah. Wait, see out his 18-month or however long contract and see how he does? Jude Wellings. Isn't he super good, right? He's 15, yeah. <sighs> super young, yeah, super Definitely super keep good. him. He needs a growth spurt. Yeah, that was about keep. to say. Yeah. So small. Yeah. Talk about someone getting bodied. Yeah. 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 Okay, keep going. Danny Musovsky. <laughs> uh... It's the same thing. He, he he needs his fair shake. He's getting sub, you, he's getting subbed in late. So the game, at that time, like the team's already <laughs> deflated, and it's almost like, hey, Musovski, it's on your shoulders to you know come in and change the game up. He's out of contract. That's my issue. Uh, I think I think I really think that he was just someone to fill in that roster. Uh, no, I the agree. Roster but spot. do you resign him? I think, unfortunately, I think he'll be gone. 
I think he'll be gone too. I'll yeah. be six round. Yeah. Thomas Gomez. I hope he plays on Thursday. I think he will. I think he will. He started on Sunday. I want to. I want to see one on the appearances next to his Wikipedia in like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. And and in reference to Thursday, so Atlas and Real Salt Lake are going to be playing at Rio Tinto. Yep, Mark first. Oh, boy, the riot. <laughs> that's so funny. The field and Sandy keep forgetting. Yeah, the field yeah. and Sandy. Uh, they'll be playing. Um, I. It's absolutely going to be a rotation squad. If if it was like a first team thing, I'd be super shocked. But there's no way that you could do that. A and lot then, of the first team guys aren't. Yeah, they're the already. Yeah, they're already yeah. released the list. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun experiment. Atlas, not too great of a team. Um, Even though they're reigning champs, they've completely fallen flat Have this they? year. Yeah, yeah they're that's like a shame. they're like fighting for not to be last place right now in the Mexican. Also, they're with Club the America. No, Club America's doing pretty good. They're and like fifteenth, aren't they? No, well, Club, Club America's. Who right am I thinking of? Club America's at the top, close there's, to the top. There's a Chivas. No, it's a big team, and they're like way low on the table. Hmm. Well, NYCFC got beat two zero, uh, or excuse me, Atlas. Atlas lost to uh, NYCFC on September fourteenth to Zip. You guys are looking at their phones. What's going on? We're looking at the oh, <laughs> looking okay. at Mackey's table. Well, Josh was <laughs> maybe I was watching an old game. Yeah, maybe you're just. I was watching one at the gym the other day. And last year, the standings and last year America was pretty bad. So it was probably an old game because dude, they were like down there. Yeah, yeah. Last year they were okay. So it was an old game. I'd recommend going to Atlas versus Real Salt Lake if you kind of want to see that experimentation of uh, rotational players. I think it's a good chance to. I think K really play. You know, put some put some pieces together and uh, see what happens. And see then if, maybe if, if someone somebody, that doesn't yeah. play in, they get a little spark, a little song. Someone improves themselves. Exactly. Ojeda. Keep. Yeah, keep. Yeah, I buy him off that loan. Keep. <laughs> yeah, to, like, I buy him today. Haziel Orozco. Keep. 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 Start. I think, I think in a year or two, he will be a starting center back. Absolutely. For yeah, sure. He's talented, man. For Chris sure. Garcia. Give him Monarch's contract. Sell him. Telling you, I don't want guys just put on the Monarchs. I want Wasn't academy he, guys. To play. He was super hyped though, right? Like he, he was. He's really good. But he's been super hyped for three years. Right. Okay. It's been a while. And didn't do much when he had his opportunities this year. Right. Agreed. And yeah. the one I've been waiting for. Brett Hasley. Oh no, that's not the one. <laughs> Sell. Yeah, I think we're selling him. I don't think he's getting any Jeez. Now the one he's been waiting for. There you go. Menendez. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, what? Honest, I'm going to get... Forgot. I'm going to say something him. crazy. I'm going to say something crazy. Sell Cordova, bring Menendez back. Bring him back. Bring him back. He's out on loan. He, you know, he still has a couple years left on contract here. But do we really need another winger? Bring him back and let's see. Let's, let's give him that chance that I feel like he didn't get when he was here. Yeah, agreed. I'll bring him back. I think he's great. That was a weird, like, uh, chess piece move. There's got to be something behind it, obviously. If we need an international spot. Yeah. Oh, I, then okay. Maybe they will. Yeah. Okay, so is that the whole memory. roster? That's the everyone. Roster. Yeah, that is everybody. Wow. We sold not as many as I thought. But again, literally. Like half if, and half. Yeah, I think it, but I think if any, really, if anybody comes in and offers you. 
decent money for any of those guys, you absolutely sell them. I take it, yeah. What's what's one person that you would absolutely not sell? Demir. Demir. I think I think Demir and Sava are probably the only two that maybe and maybe yeah. even then if a good enough Sava, if a good enough offer comes for Sava, yeah, you know, someone offered twenty million for right. Sava. Yeah, take Bye. it. Dude. Yeah, take it. As long as that money was reinvested into the squad, of course. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that uh, I I mean, pfft, yeah, I like that uh. I like that segment a lot. That goes from talking about FC Cincinnati into that real awkwardly and fast, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's... it's, it's it was just a it's, disappointing result, man. It's it why horrible. we're having the conversation right, in the first true. place. I was yeah. very ready to be home and very annoyed that I, like, wasted my time at the stadium. Not yeah. that it was a waste of time, but, like, I was like, man, this is one of those ones that I wish I was watching at home. That was when I, how I felt during Vancouver. I've never yeah. been so mad. Right, like, never been so it's like I'm life. so thankful I'm here. It's a beautiful night. I love being at the stadium, but I'm so annoyed at how, like what I'm seeing on the field that I wish I could just be like on my couch, right? Being mad. Being you know what I mean? Well, now, now I'm going to twist it and and throw out the optimism. No, <laughs> I'm going to throw out the optimism. I saw a lot of people on Twitter after the game basically acting like we were done and out. It's not over. We got two games left. Difficult games. <clears throat> Hard From games. what you've seen since July, what makes you think we pull this out? All I'm saying is if Galaxy... No, like if, I'm asking. I'm just genuinely asking. If Galaxy wins out on Saturday against San Jose, I don't think we'll make it. I don't think we're going to make it anyway. We we literally cannot score a goal. I think San Jose... Where I think, if we would have actually purchased an actual striker instead of an injured winger that we didn't need. You know, an actual finisher. Think of the last three games. If we had... A finisher, someone that was Mr. Automatic, right? I know no one's Mr. Automatic, but someone that was a consistent goal scorer, we've at least won two of these games. I think if you score early against Austin, we're winning. Obviously, if we score half a goal against D.C., we're winning. And if we could have finished a freaking penalty kick against Cincinnati, odds are we win that game. We just don't have anyone finishing because we don't have a true striker. We have a bunch of wingers trying to do everything. Savarino absolutely needs to go back to the right. That needs to happen immediately. He's lost playing next to Cordova, and teams have figured it out. <clears throat> so he's just irritated, right? Like, playing with the three in the back just isn't working. Get Sava on the right. Get someone with Cordova. You can put Merrim up there with him. I don't care. Or, I don't know, just buy a striker. Weird. <laughs> I Dude, I'm, just, I'm irritated because the real need we needed – one of the big glaring needs we needed in the transfer window we didn't fill, and we're absolutely paying the price for it right well, now. Well, yeah, we got Musaski. That's what I'm saying. We got a winger that was injured. <laughs> it didn't answer the, the the problem, right? If we would have, we could have spent some money. Is what I'm saying. We could have bought a striker that would have fixed this, potentially fixed all of these issues. And to go off that, I mean, we got to be critical of what the what Elliot Falls' excuse was for that. They asked him time and time again, "What was what." was the lack of buying a striker. And he said, oh, we don't need one. We got Bobby and Demir. Yeah, it's working out. And I think that's I think that's where the front office failed. Yeah, they, they completely planned the season around Demir being back for this moment, for now. And then Pablo Mastroni comes out in the presser last game and says, oh, they're both out for probably the rest of the year. Well, and let's, let's not forget that Demir is not a striker. Let's just not forget that. 
Or would you be surprised that he would be the 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 guy lining alongside Cordova? That's absolutely ridiculous. I'm not surprised, but it's ridiculous. But that's what that's what would that's what would happen. No, I know. Unfortunately, it's ridiculous. You know what uh, I mean? Just like, and just from hearing, like I said, just from hearing what Elliot said, <clears throat> it's 100 percent pointing that that was the plan. The plan was for Demir to get healthy, Demir to come back, play alongside Cordova up top, and then everything was going to be fine. Yeah, that's yeah, a failure. And that is why I'm doubling down uh, on the one. FO. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's a failure. We shouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Um, well, to be been, honest with you, we've been having the conversation of who's going to be our striker and score goals for ten years. But I mean, I mean, the conversation of like of of this, like we started the year off so well. We sh- the home playoff game should have been the objective. To me, not getting that home playoff game is a complete failure. With how long we sat near the with, top yeah, of the table, we were second place, not just in the West. In we were league. second place in the entire league. And the fact that we're having this conversation because people were counting on Demir to be back at this time to save us, I think that's a complete failure of a season, even if we do make playoffs. Well, but you also can't just rely on Demir to always be there to fix the problem. What if his bad? What if he has bad form? What if he's injured, right? Like, you, you have to have more than one option. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And Bobby Wood, while he does provide goals here and there and provides a great effort, is also not an out-and-out goal scorer. You have to go find someone that's done it and done it again, right? We we always get these guys that we're like, ooh, maybe this guy will do it, right? He's, he was free, but we have to pay a million dollars. Like, I'm excited. But they're never going to produce. You need to go spend the money on a guy that can produce, that's been producing, and been producing at a fairly high level. And we just aren't. Yeah. And we see all these other teams that are, and then... People wonder why we're jealous of these signings, yeah. right? Like, imagine having a guy you could just be so pumped about, scoring goals all the time, making magic, just like when Javi was here. Yep. Nope. Instead, we're going to be uh, watching the table and just trying to see what results. I, we don't come deserve out. the playoffs. Yeah. There's no reason for us to go there. I'm already kind of picking my uh, my team to support in the playoffs if our side doesn't make I'm, it. Are you going east or west? I would go west, and if. The galaxy somehow sneak in. Everyone I'd like galaxy. to see Chicharito do a push. I love. I I like that team. Almost said love. I like that team because they're the underdog LA team, and I get it. You guys have always yeah, said they're not an underdog. No, but in LA they are. Yeah. So that, that would just be a fun run. My money's not on Philly. Yeah. Same. You, who do you think will win the supporter shield? LAFC or Union? I think. Philly. I think Dude, LAFC. They're so hot. I think LAFC will win it. I don't. They tied. They tied a OO against Atlanta. LAFC took up that spot again. LAFC has a fairly easy schedule to finish the year. I think LAFC wins it, and then the curse of the supporter shield continues. LAFC won't make its MLS Cup final. Philadelphia does. Philadelphia wins it all. You think Philly's gonna win? Hmm. I'm gonna root for FC Cincinnati though because their jerseys are dope. <laughs> yeah. I would actually. I really hope LAFC don't win it. Like I don't want Gareth Bale coming in halfway through the year and like snagging a trophy. Like that's just annoying. Which by the way, have you seen the Gareth? criticism around people him right now? People are not loving People Gareth are not Bale. happy with Gareth Bale. And he's not producing, which go, just again goes to show anyone can fail in MLS, right? Yeah. But at least they tried. Yeah, I think he's, you know, they're still doing that whole rotation of uh, subbing him in late. And, no, he's uh, been starting and Vela's been coming in. I'm trying I th- to I remember think, the last match. I think Sh- I don't know about the last match, but I know Sharundalu has taken games where he started at the nine. And fans <laughs> apparently do not like him at the nine. Yeah, that's a very f- vocal fan base, huh? As they should be. They'll let I mean, you know. They'll let you if, know. If you have a team spending yeah. more than anyone else, like 
yeah. you're going to be critical. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, we'll be uh, a lot of table watching. Um, you know, the uh, I don't think we're any of us are going to be paying attention to Atlas un- un- unless RSL wins, which I-, I think they've got a pretty good shot. Uh, Maybe we'll get another cat on the field. Yeah, it'll matter at some point, right? Th- those matches, but uh, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, we're nearing the end uh, as of right now with the form. What we're seeing, Pablo's comments, all of that. Let's go around the room. Does RSL make the playoffs, Isaac? If we do, we crawl in. We don't like it. It's going to be up to other teams to get us in. It's an so, embarrassing playoff. Make, yeah, if I, yeah. If we get in, it's embarrassing. Like we'll be like that wild card team, like, like we are every time. Like a, a team who's supposed to win f- loses, and then boom! So all of a sudden, we're yeah, yeah we're like in. last year. It's the story of RSL. Yeah, yeah. Alex. Same. I don't. Think I guess. I guess the question is, if we make the playoffs, is it like a triumphant in, or is it like a barely crawling? I'd. It, it, it's going to be a barely crawling, and regardless, if we do or don't make it, I'm going to be disappointed. My problem is, if we do somehow stumble in, the season by the owners will again be looked at as a success, and nothing will change. We do not make the playoffs. Gotcha. Please, for the love of God, don't make the playoffs. <laughs> On that note, we'll end up and we'll wrap up the RSL show. Uh, Keep up with us on social media. Uh, We'll be covering the Atlas game pretty loosely. Um, And then, of course, we're going to cover the next match against the Galaxy on October 1st. Um, Galaxy will be facing San Jose uh, this weekend. So I think think that's really the kind of like the team to keep an eye on on the West is... You know, are they producing results? Are they tying? Are they losing? Are they winning? Because that's going to be a big team that kind of impacts uh, Real Salt Lake's uh, stint into the playoffs. All right, guys, keep it here. RSL show at KSL Sports. Uh, Go to kslsports.com and get all your RSL content. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment. 
Award-winning innovation. Care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health. Caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.